0: doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams and for the adventure of being alive. Today I want to talk about personality types and more so my obsession over the past 48 hours of digesting anything I can find on the subject of my personality type. In particular, I want to dive into one out of the 16. Uh, This is a free test you can do online. It's a bit dated, but I think it's still pretty, I think it's pretty on point with finding out who you are as a person. There's more recent ones that have come out over the last few years that actually break things down into I believe six different type of personalities and you know depending on how in depth in in depth you want to get with this you can look at that but for the time being I'm finding this quite fun this is a test I did a few years ago it's called the Myers-Briggs type indicator it's based off the psychology and the therapy of Carl Jung he spent a lot of time I guess uh, about being a therapist. And so, you know, he was, a, he was a very important psychologist that was obviously shadowed a bit by Freud, but Freud was, you know, later found out to be a bit insane. Uh, spent most of his time on cocaine and a lot of his work seems to be quite sexist and uh, always everything is to do with uh, incest. So, you know, we don't really look at Freud's work. It, it Freud's work helped move psychology in one way, but it also... um he, he was wrong, he seemed to be wrong on a lot of uh, a lot of his theories, either way, Carl Jung is a mastermind, a genius, and seems to have some huge important findings that have been found, findings that were found, there you go, Um. so I decided to do the test again, a friend reached out to me uh, two days ago and said, do you want to try this test, and I did it, i did it on two different sites the same site from years ago and this other one that he had sent me Um, and they're both based on the same thing and i i got the exact same result as i had years ago and again on two different sites which is enfp um otherwise otherwise known as the campaigners campaigners i just want to read a little bit of what an enfp is um actually From doing all my studying about being an ENFP and other people that might listen to this who also are of the mind of ENFP, it's more interesting if I tell you where I'm going to end with this. If I tell you the end of the story instead of the beginning because apparently the facts and the details can get a little bit lost on people of this characteristic. Uh, Another word for that is basically getting bored easily or having a brain that is switched and geared towards an ADHD mindset. uh, Full of energy full of enthusiasm and curiosity but also just like needs constant stimulus constant new things to look at and and, you know you'll lose the attention if you don't have amazing things happening every few seconds and so i kind of understand that because energy can really like i'm very sensitive to people's energies um and the gun energy in a room can like get me so easily excited and get me hyped um but here here's but so Basically, what I want to do is, uh, in this episode, I want to discuss why I think I definitely am an ENFP. I want to talk about the good things about this personality trait and the negative things. If you're an ENFP, I believe you're the second or third rarest, I don't know, but you're like 7%. 7% of people in the world are ENFP. They're usually female, but of course, they can be male too, they just tend to be women. Um, yeah and so if you know any people that this represents stick around and maybe you'll get to know them better if you know me and you're listening to this I guess you'll start to get to know me better as I break down parts of me that that may have been hard to compartmentalize and and articulate and so it's kind of nice sometimes to get to know yourself better this way and break it down and understand yourself because then it's like a lovely gift you, you know if you understand how your friend thinks if you truly understand how a friend or family member thinks well then you'll you won't butt heads with them because in a nice way it's a bit of healthy manipulation because you're like oh i know they're upset right now but also i know that when they're upset me doing what I think is doing what I think is good actually makes things worse I need to come at it from this angle because that's how they work and so you have these tools that allow you to treat different people in different ways and I know that's obvious but a lot of people just kind of inflict themselves on every person they meet and get confused why you know people are so different i know that sounds bizarre but like you know we all kind of do it in some regard you get ticked off at people you get upset with people all the time and you're like why did that person say that and like why is that person so rude and you know and you're right in some situations but in a lot of cases instead of taking it personally you should just try and figure out what type of personality type you're dealing with and then realize oh okay so that's their perception that's the where they're coming from that's how their mind thinks and then this is the way i have to treat them also if you've been listening to this podcast uh, or this whatever this is this last few episodes I've done you'll know that my brain bounces around in a lot of different ways and that's another trait of the ENFP um a lot of our thoughts seem random but it's always connected and we, we sound like we're trailing off and, and starting off a lot of different fires but we always bring it around actually no we don't I think I do Maybe I've practiced that, but a lot of people of this characteristic will well. That's one of the main characteristics, actually. Starting projects, starting so many projects, but not having that ability, that foresight to like finish them through, or even interest, and very happily walking away from them. The only difference between me and that uh, that trait is that I don't feel comfortable walking away from things, I feel very anxious when things are non-complete and my brain tends to remind me all the time, to the point where I actually can't start a show that I don't think I'm going to finish, because I know there's a part of me that gets a bit of anxiety, it's like, it's like this box that I haven't ticked, um, so there's, you know, there's obviously contradictions, and I'm not telling, the pro, there is something I'm seeing online where people are almost buying into this as if this is their new identity and making it their religion that's so me just because it like sounds like it's so you doesn't mean you have to do everything about this doesn't mean you have to only hang out with people that are like that but i also i understand it you know you've kind of finally figured out a bit more of how you work and you want to find people like that because especially if you're a small percentage if you're on the smaller end of these characteristics of these personalities let's say and you might feel quite lonely. <laughs> That's a common trait of ENFP, and I kind of get it. Um, ENFPs are. Take a shot anytime I say ENFP. If you're not drinking alcohol, take a shot of, I don't know, LucasAid or something. But, uh, yeah, they have the tendency to feel quite misunderstood um, because they act weird or they they seem very energetic to people or they always seem up and so people don't trust them the thing is that this trait actually loves people and loves making people happy and loves like is very curious and interested by new people and like genuinely is a social butterfly Um, and that makes sense to me I'm actually quite good in social situations sometimes I think I'm really awkward and I, I think oh my god I'm such an introvert and then I show up to a party or somewhere where there's just like a really good vibe and i'm like people sometimes think i'm on drugs i'm just so high i'm so easily excited i'm like a dog i'm like just like ah, you know just like wow humans you know (laughs) um but and like it just seems like a very childlike thing or a very innocent thing um and i guess that is one again these are the positive traits of the enfp we're daydreamers we're idealists we're we're quite optimistic people we we are that's our automatic um unfortunately when we're down we're really fucking down (laughs) and we don't know why we're down but i I think i'm going to be able to to figure it out i'm going to kind of self-diagnose myself well also i guess churning out some information i have understood through watching a lot of enfp videos but also just based on stuff i've been battling myself over the last few weeks to months um So let's start with just reading out some stuff about the ENFP from the site here. You can change the world with just an idea. More than just social people pleasers, though, campaigners like all their diplomat cousins are shaped by their intuitive N quality. So that's the N in ENFP, allowing them to read between the lines with curiosity and energy. They tend to see life as a big complex puzzle where everything is connected. You think that's crazy? The first tattoo I've ever got in my life is a little jigsaw piece on my forearm. I feel like there's some reasons why I know I got this and some people have told me I've given them the answer yet all those people have different answers meaning I've given people different answers either on purpose because I think that's like fucking funny <laughs> or or by accident and I like I don't know do you ever feel like you're just a completely different person on different days and so different parts of me had different answers to different people maybe I'm not really sure. I can't remember the main reason, but if my character trait is to subconsciously think that life is some sort of big, complex puzzle where everything is connected, I mean, that does make sense to me. I do always look for patterns. I do see life... Yeah, like, a, like sometimes like a bit of a video game or something. Um, yeah, anyway. But unlike analyst personality types who tend to see that puzzle as a series of systematic machinations 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 I don't know what I'm saying campaigners see it through a prism of emotion compassion and mysticism and are as and are always looking for a deeper meaning yeah that definitely sounds like me um campaigners are fiercely independent and much more than stability and security they crave creativity and freedom i disagree I am more independent than I think people think I am I also think I'm and I'm not trying to just blow my own trumpet but again based on looking into ENFP stuff I am definitely more intelligent than I think people know me for especially at first glance I think I'm more deep than people know me for and I'm also more tragic Um, and I say that because I think a lot of times when I'm around people I don't want to get people down and so it's not like I'm faking but I kind of just show the good side of me you know, I like making people happy, I like, I like bringing people up, I genuinely love, like, making people's day, that's not fake, and it's not something that, like, I don't think it's, like, a hole in me, and, like, I have to fill it, but it's, like, a comedian, do you know what I mean, I don't need people's laugh to fill me, because, to be honest, I'm not always that funny, or even the funniest guy in the room, but I, I definitely can strive to be the center of attention without too much look at me look at me i think i'd like to think i don't know it's so hard to fucking look yourself in the mirror and figure yourself out but um i would say i'd say that if you know any people that are enfp character characters and um you know you'd either describe them as maybe slightly hippie-ish um like maybe adhd energetic they're the kind of people that like love to do a lot of things Ma- you know uh, jack of all trades master of none they're d- these type of people they're amazing at jobs for five months they are like the best employee and then they figure the job out and then they get bored and they leave um, they tend to end up working for themselves like myself an entrepreneur and um, because they don't like authority now that doesn't mean i can't take instructions and i can't be told what to do although sometimes actually communicating instructions can be very tough for me uh, just based on how my brain works Um I, I don't know it's something to do with details because we're big what do I say at the start we're big picture people giving us the details can really like be too much and I think that's a lot of why these characters characteristics may also be muddled up with ADHD and or dyslexia Um But it's just like it's just so i think we're just very energetic i don't think it's necessarily a negative and i don't know if it needs to be characterized with these uh medical traits either i also wouldn't say i'm currently independent uh financially oh wait they're fiercely independent and much more than stability and security they crave creativity and freedom oh right yeah well that would make sense because I don't always do what's best for me necessarily but i know that like if i don't feel free and if i don't feel like i'm doing something creative i may as well be drowning it feels like that it's like it's like my world is ending um yeah that's crazy i won't read all of this because to be honest, I'll lose my flow and it won't be that interesting to listen to. Oh, wow, campaigners you may know. So these are famous people that have my personality trait uh, Robert Downey Jr., Will Smith, Robin Williams. Uh oh, there's the sad comedian. Damn it. Okay, Drew Barrymore. Wow, my first crush. Well, celebrity crush. Russell Brand. That makes sense. He has a lot of energy. Quentin Tarantino. Uh, okay. Meg Ryan. Okay. Kelly Clarkson. Michael Scott from The Office. Phil Dunphy from Modern Family, I love him. That makes so much sense. I've said that so many times to my uh, my now ex girlfriend that I think he's I think he's great. I really like his character. The thing is though, I don't know if I'm that naive and puppy like. I think I have a more darker edge to me. Um, <laughs> I have a dark edge. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've just come out of what felt like a deep depression of 2 weeks or more and, um, yeah like I'm not, I'm not Mr. Go Lucky all the time um yeah I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say here but it's interesting because Phil Dunphy if you watch Modern Family his wife is like the complete opposite and everything that I've looked into with ENFPs says that they are they tend to really actually get Balance and and connect well with people that are of a more introverted or practical mindset. They just balance each other out. Piper Chapman from Orange is the New Black. Will I keep going? I don't know who all these people are. Uh, Willy Wonka? Does that mean anything to you? Anyway. So, yeah let's see, what am I going to go with exactly here, what what part am I going to take, I was saying that, yeah, ENFPs are, I don't know, they seem to struggle a lot in life, everything I look up online is, is trying to really help the ENFP community get their shit together, and um, we tend to be high procrastinators, we tend to live in the moment our, our our mindset is geared more to spontaneity and so that can be really fun in a relationship and random uh, these are the people you would describe as like original free-spirited creative thinkers uh where they suffer is financially they just don't really have a lot of foresight they don't think about the future they're very they can think about the future, but then sometimes it worries them because they have the, the way their brain works is they see every option at once, so they're kind of multi-thinking about everything, uh, which makes these type of people very. Um, it makes it makes making decisions very challenging, uh, as you can hear sometimes when you listen to my words. I'm not a terrible speaker. I'd like to think, if you've managed to listen to any of these episodes so far. But if you met me ten years ago, there was a point where. As a teenager i was stuttering and finding it very difficult to talk to even my peers like people i was close to and the way i would describe this is i would have three sentences happening at the same time in my head but they were all parallel to each other as in they all had the same meaning they were all of the same they would all get the same message across they were just three different ways of saying it and my mouth would struggle as the words would come to my mouth to decide which sentence I was going to say. And sometimes I'd say a mesh of them, or sometimes I'd get halfway through one sentence and say the next sentence, which wouldn't make sense. And then I just come across looking like an idiot And these people are staring at me like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? What is he talking about? He's like 16, 17, he can't speak English. And um, I know he's half Lebanese, but so, and, and, and even sometimes today, like I'll, my grammar will, will take it. Like it's funny, if people read sometimes not that my wording is always great but if you sometimes read my my like some of my songwriting back in the past or my poetry or even some of my short essays or scripts I don't think you would think uh, from it would come it would, uh, I'm gonna take a drink of water how about that you wouldn't think it came from me. But you see, it's different, you know what I mean? It, it, it and, and that's another thing. ENFPs like a lot of people and seem to have a lot of patience for people and, and very unjudgmental. If you know someone like that where you find you just tell them things and you don't know why, you just kind of trust them, even if you don't know them that well. And they seem to be very unjudgmental. Along with everything else I've said, you can guarantee that as that is an ENFP friend or person um, or you and yeah i think losing their train of thought is a common one too because i have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) um yeah damn it shit. i think i'm just trying to make the point about speaking in general and about how there's so much going on in their head and so decision making can be quite difficult for an enfp because they see the options of every single way something can go instead of black or white you know every all these strong very very strong positives that they have you know have to balance off with strong negatives so what's the strong positive of being unjudgmental it's that you don't judge people because you can see all these different varieties of life and all the spices of everything you could be yeah isn't that incredible yeah but then the negative of that is like all right where do you want to go for dinner can you not make a decision today and it's like oh shit you want me to decide on a place to go that could be anywhere and what if it's not the right place and so it sounds insane but I kind of understand it and I've been there I don't think I'm this is the thing I don't necessarily relate to all these things they are definitely me but I don't relate to them if that makes sense um I think a big hand to that is me just struggling so much in life and really working on myself a lot um I mean over the years I've learned so much by studying about psychology how the brain works how my own brain works how other people's brains works um I've, I've learned a lot about neuro-linguistic programming. I've done courses on hypnotherapy. Um, I've gone out of my shell a lot by doing the last three years of trying to grow a business. And clearly, I've failed a lot at that. Um, but I'm not... I'm, I don't care, you know? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be me if I hadn't have had a go at this. And if anything, looking more into my characteristics has given me a bit more confidence to understand, okay these are common things these are common walls i'm going to hit and these are common with my personality um and yeah what i was saying was that like a lot of ways you know personal help uh, going to the gym if you're someone who's very energetic please please have some sort of exercise routine you've so much energy to get out of you and if you don't use it physically you'll use it verbally chances are you will probably going to do both but you're going to eat the ear off someone with your words, you you are such a chatterbox, um, not all the time, but when you're passionate about something or when you're high energy, you could drive people crazy by how much you talk. Another interesting thing about this character, uh, I have to stop saying character trait, another interesting thing about this personality is that they tend to... Well, they definitely, yeah, they don't structure, if you watch a lot of videos of ENFPs, what you'll notice is they don't structure what they're gonna say before they say it. They are very freeform. This, this I guess, complements the whole spontaneity side of them. They like to throw themselves into the deep end. Once they've decided on something, I know I said that they find it hard to make a decision, but once they've decided on it, they wanna do it now. Because, because their brain lacks interest in things and gets bored so easily, if they are into something they give it their all they want to jump in um like i would say they're like 80% to 100% into something when they're into it because they know it's going to be fleeting and they know that they won't have they won't be able to do something if they don't like it if they're not passionate about it if it doesn't get their attention and so when something does they throw everything into it because they're maybe maybe afraid um, that that's not gonna last. I mean, I know definitely that's been the way I've worked in the past. I'll drop what I'm doing if creativity strikes or if something, you know and uh, And yeah, but, but but over the years one of the things that I've found definitely helps me like I was saying is daily exercise meditation is huge especially for calming down your brain like right now my leg is shaking you know um and i used to be the kind of guy that at the cinema my leg would be like bouncing up and down like going 90 but but you don't have to be that way and i've noticed those traits in people that are very definitely the same personality type as me but i seem like i can actually stand there and like slow down my brain slow down my thoughts and actually listen to the person and really pay attention and give all my attention to present moment and be there with them because although these personality types are in the present moment they're also so fleeting they're so energetic they're so hyper like magpies to, to what's the new thing what's the new thing what's the new thing and um, that they're probably the kind of people as well that although you enjoy having conversation with I'm sure it can be frustrating at times because they're like you know and so um, through meditation and and other exercises over the years and and also I guess self-reflection I've realized that I'm not the best listener and I'd like to be because it's not that interesting to in a conversation just have your own thoughts bouncing back and forth when someone's talking and try and think of what's the next thing you can say that's interesting so that you look interesting to them so that you win them over so that you make them laugh and this is coming from a good place maybe an insecure place as well It depends, there's a fine line, isn't there? Between trying to impress people and trying to just like actually, you know, give something to a group or to an individual that that is insightful or funny. That's a nice gift, you know? Um, But if you're just doing it from like some sort of needy place to validate yourself, I think you need to just slow down, realize maybe you're okay as you are. Maybe you don't need a huge amount of validation. Um, and to just listen because you've if you are this personality type you're such a curious person why why would you not give your all to a person when they're talking and really be there and a lot of enfps are you know they can be hyper focused when they're in front of someone and they're they tend to be really good communicators and and uh, networkers um Advice I would give if you have an ENFP spouse or friend is to, and and this is this is this isn't coming directly from my mouth. It's being passed on from everything I've looked into, but it kind of makes sense, um, and it, it kind of annoys me in one way. But like, really try and give them some sort of space of freedom about uh, creativity creatively and and emotionally let them feel like they are being heard and they're being understood now that sounds so kind of pathetic and needy in one way because i really don't like the idea of being a burden to people or 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 talking about all my problems all the time but sometimes i do need to just take a dump like just like really like get a load off my chest and If i'm not doing enough creative things or physical things throughout the week that's going to come out verbal verbally um i just i don't know if it's always great if to be on the other end of that but like i said if you're someone that cares about someone who is there you know what they're going through instead of thinking like oh i can't stand why they do this why can't they just change i mean maybe they can get better but also just give them a bit of understanding and understand that where this person's coming from is that they're they're a very sensitive soul they're very sensitive in the sense that like they can kind of feel the energy off people and they give off so much energy and they can like they're kind of chameleons as well and this is this is sad in another kind of way not sad like oh fuck i hate that i'm like this but sad like oh fuck i am like this you know um enfps change their energy the most out of any others because they can I guess eventually read a room and then feel like they're being too much for everyone and then have to bring themselves down. I've done this before where I've realized people are kind of, people aren't digging my, my zaniness or my wackiness or my silliness, let's say, and they're taking it serious or head on. That's, yeah, I guess that's one of the things that like is a defining feature. We tend to open up Interactions, meeting people at first, all types of situations, by introducing the most ridiculous side of us first. Because I guess we think it's more interesting. Um, and so we kind of open up with like that part of us. Whereas a lot of people would be more reserved at first, and then once you get to know them, maybe they'll show you that, maybe they never will, or maybe it just takes a bit of time. But for some people, this can come across as kind of fake, or like, this person's an what's what the fuck's wrong with them? And... Um, there's only certain personality types that would actually appreciate that and find that endearing or find that kind of charismatic or find it, um... I say that, although apparently ENFPs are charismatic across the board, but they definitely grind some people up the wrong way, uh, which I've experienced by seeing certain faces throughout my life. (laughs) Oh, God, they definitely don't do good in school anyway, that's for sure. Um but yeah, they tend to work for themselves, they're entrepreneurs, and my biggest advice out of anything would be routine, please, 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 if you out there know someone that is of this personality, or you are an ENFP, this is something I've been doing for the last few weeks that has completely changed my life, and not only that, but it's, it's even more relevant now that I understand myself a little bit better. Um, you need a routine, and that's going to really upset you. Everything inside your body wants to rebel against what I'm saying. You don't like authority, you don't like being told what to do, you don't like following simplicity and doing things that seem boring and that are like everyone else, you know, you want the new thing you want the weird thing you want every day to feel like uh, like a weekend and like oh where will it end up oh i don't want the party to end you know uh, what happens if we take this corner you know and that's great that's amazing that you can live in the unexpected that you can kind of tiptoe into the uncertainty a lot of people don't have that bravery and that courage so like congrats but also it's nice to have a direction because the problem with you living this way all the time is as exciting and as fun as it is and as nourishing as it can be to the soul, eventually it cycles out of control, Um, where you don't have a lot of just the essential, basic stuff that everyone else is doing so easily. And you're wondering why don't you have any of that? Um, And it's because you don't have a structure or routine. Write down your perfect day of what you want to accomplish, but it needs to have some responsibility as well. It can't just be self-gratifying, but, you know, mix it in, splash it around. Maybe tit for tat, maybe do something in the morning. Like maybe, for example, for me, I know I have to start my day off with something to do with mindset. I have to do a meditation or have to do a breathing exercise where I kind of become quite mindful, but I need to do something in the morning that's going to get me into a, a slower... More positive, and just like kind of a a, a, a fresh, freeing—what's the word? Just a nice light mindset to start the day instead of like racing or being heavy or thinking of all these problems and shit, you know. So that sets me up. I then have to move. I just have to move. I can't sit down straight away. Um, Moving can be anything from doing yoga to walking a lot. If there's a day where I need to move a lot, you know, I can just i can uh, push that back a little bit um, or go to the gym that's nearly every second day so that's great yesterday i started bouldering again for anyone that doesn't know what that is that's indoor rock climbing um, and i fucking love that that is incredible if you are of this character type actually if you're most of them I, i'd love to say that you you're into this obviously it's not for everyone not everyone will get a joy out of this but um bouldering is amazing all these different color coordinates on the wall and based you have to look at the chart and figure out you know what's the hardest what's the easiest and and try and you know climb up only following this pattern it's a bit like bit like chess with your body while also the greatest workout in the world because depending on the difficulty level and the, the inclination of the wall and all these other things you're tested in so many different ways from your agility your flexibility your ability to jump your confidence to like leap and reach for things and um, they say balance core strength just strength strength <laughs> and uh and intelligence you know ability to understand how you have to move and which leg to put first you know so spatial awareness it's it's really, really engaging, and it's meditative in a state that you have to be super focused. Um, so, the, a different type of meditation that I would feel in the gym. Um, I have a, a mind-body connection in the gym, but there's also a nice amount of letting go. I was talking to a girl yesterday about this, and she seemed very against gyms. She was talking about how it's mindless. She kept shaking her head anytime I mentioned like the gym, and I was like, "This is kind of weird." to be so against the gym I don't know but there you go that's my personality type clearly being very open-minded to things and trying everything out and kind of loving everyone and everything on some level whereas I don't know I'd love to figure out what she is Ooh, I could pinpoint I could like I've definitely met her character type before um like I cracked one or two jokes where she shook her head and I could never imagine like the first time meeting someone where I'd kind of like put them down, that's just not in my nature, not that I was put down, it's not like I'm carrying this, it's not like I really care, <laughs> like I, I, have, I have no real interest in, in this person, I mean, she was fine, like and if anything, she was pretty good at bouldering you know um. so we bonded over that a good bit but Jesus yeah, just her personality seemed to zap the fun out of everything, and I think she'd be insulted if she heard that but then again, I'm allowed to be insulted by her Turning her nose up at me just kind of being a bit mad at times you know I need that freedom you know so people of my personality type just like, we just like to be a bit mad at times you know because um, we, yeah we don't like to be boxed up and we don't like to feel like we're one thing I feel really sorry for anyone that has to deal with this type of personality type and i'm not trying to put anyone else down that out out there that is enfp but it just sounds like a lot to deal with and it is a challenging thing to be because there's a there's a few contradictions in there and there's a lot of like up and down and i don't know i just feel kind of sorry for my recent ex (laughs) um but it's, it's clear like why I was attracted to her she's an, you know not that she's necessarily an introvert um, I loved her free spiritness I loved her outwardness I loved her ability to talk to people she wouldn't be as much of a social butterfly as me now but then other, it depends actually we'd flip though, sometimes she'd be so good at talking to people I'd be more reserved and oh, yeah I'd be interested to know what she is but I don't know if she'll tell me um but routine, let's go back to routine. There you go, that's what I'm talking about. The spider web of, of mindset. The ENFP brain kind of spirals out. It doesn't follow a linear path. It doesn't follow like a train track of ideas. It kind of spreads out like a cobweb. And um, There are all these interlining different ideas that are kind of like spurring out from the same place. But that alone essentially is just describing the creative mind. That's how a creative person thinks. Um, usually they say that's how the creative mind works you know all these different ideas kind of spurring out at the same time from the one thing seeing all these opportunities and directions things could go in so you kind of get to to to, uh, what's the word battle out the different options or play out the different results yeah go something like that well look russell brand brand has a podcast so i guess listen to him and, and see if you if you notice that in his i haven't listened to too much of it but i hear it's very good um or even watch phil dunphy when watching modern family or watch quentin tarantino describe his latest film <laughs> uh who else was it or will smith will smith i don't know will smith is definitely like the the guy who's like He's definitely the life of the party. He's always smiling, laughing. He's always in good spirits. Um, But I would say that he's also a clear thinker, And he's a leader. And he's able to be very successful. The same as Robert Downey Jr. So those two people in particular. Andrew Barrymore by the seams of things. By the seams of things. There you go. There's a good one for you. Um, they, They seem to have their shit together. And so I think not it's not all lost if you are of this personality type and um, figure it out figure out exactly what it is you really want to do and that's going to be difficult because there's going to be a hundred different things you want to do right but if you could choose one of them and just do one of them for today and let's say let's pretend you could be the master at it which one would it be you know would it be the musician would it be the athlete would it be the artist these are some of the common ones would it be the filmmaker the actor would it be the comedian the poet the writer you you uh with the e in enfp wait no that's ext- extrovert but there, there is a very emotional side to these characters and they tend to want to express themselves and that can be true art and other things and other vices for example for me there's all these different things i want to do and i don't think i want to just be the best at one or be known for one um and maybe that's okay Maybe the world will keep saying, no, you kind of have to be if you want to succeed. But this is what I'd say to a fellow ENFP out there. Okay, let's break it down. Um, let's do something you've never done before. Get <laughs> No offense. Maybe you have. Get a piece of paper and a pen, and let's write, let's try and, um, di- let's diagnose or direct some sort of direction for your life with enough freedom that you don't feel like you're trapped or you have to follow the rules or you have to color inside the lines, right? It's more of just helping you cut off a bit of the fat, cut off a bit of the nonsense, a bit of the chatter in your head and just like those weights that are slowing you down. Let's let's just help guide you on a clearer path, okay? Um, Write down your favorite things that you wanna be, okay? Once you've done that, you can pause this if you want just give you a second once you've done that in fairness this is kind of good advice for anyone isn't it and once you've done that pick the number one thing like i was saying right now within that thing for me for example i've been trying to become a i've always wanted to be a bit of a director I didn't stay focused on that I kept changing and doing lots of things and over the last three years of running my business as a videography company and a bit of photography called Sijon Studios I have freelanced around Dublin Ireland and I've had a lot of amazing experiences and all very random and for a lot of people they've no idea how I got those opportunities and they don't know how I'm doing so many things all at the same time and I kind of I kind of thrive in those hectic chaotic situations though like in a way I was very good as a waiter I had to be up on my feet and I was running around a lot And there was all these different things I had to do and you know sometimes I'd forget things but overall I I liked that and I was actually able to balance a lot of different things at once Um, and so yeah I was able to do a lot of different projects and I didn't stay in one field like for example I'm kind of envious of like, I love him, and I'm, geez, I want the best for him, but I have a friend who is just doing video, and, and just focusing on video and photography in the fashion world, and he's conquering that, and because that's his niche, he's doing very well, because a niche is a very successful thing to do, isn't it, when you really think about it, because then you can become the best, or one of the best, when in that spectrum, and then have a name for yourself, and although I've kind of made a name for myself, it's like, I'm just a guy behind a camera, I don't have a niche for a while I was doing one thing, for a while I was doing another thing, I've tried all these different things, and I've this new way I want to go, and a new way I want to take my video, um, which involves creating a type of, a type of video and audio platform. I don't want to talk about it too much yet, uh, because I don't want to give the idea away, not that it's the most creative idea, I'm sure there's been ideas like this before, but it's more about how the steps I'm gonna take and, and kind of reusing content. My own content. Does that make sense? You'll see, you'll see. Hopefully I'll start this up in the next coming weeks because I have got rid of my bed and I'm sleeping on the floor. Uh, why, Jamie, are you so crazy? Um. Yes, well, I've had neck and back pain for a while and apparently if you've got a very old mattress, it can be bad for this, and so I've started sleeping on the floor. More about that in another episode. Okay. Um, but now my room has more space and so it's more like a studio and so I want to do more creative things here before I leave the country and actually use this as like a studio, you know, I'd love inviting people here and doing interviews and doing stuff like that um, and getting to pick people's brains and, and having my assistant over and helping me like edit video and stuff like that in an actual studio instead of just like a room with a laptop in it, you know, now it's a, now it looks more like a room that you can work out of and, you know, if I bring strangers over to the house it it makes more sense this way it looks it looks better you know it's more approachable um fuck right so i was meant to be giving advice um yeah so right so figure out exactly what what you'd you'd be happy doing and figure out how you could get into some form of a niche make some sort of a you know but make it obviously breathable because that's that's a thing with you you know um you will want to bounce around within the realms you'll want to kind of play with the lines and see how far you can go out of them anyway that's kind of your nature you're an abstract thinker chances are you're going to do it in a different way than most people anyway which is great and that that kind of gives you a a bit of it an advantage in some ways and a disadvantage in others Um. so so that's good but you you need to try and create some just create some type of barriers don't worry about the barriers make them as wide as you want but make barriers you know, figure out what you really want to do, if it is video, think about this, like chances are you probably want to do stuff with people, am I right, because ENFPs are very sociable, they're very curious about people, and and they love meeting people, and everything comes through this kind of form of emotion, as we were saying earlier, um, yeah, so, (sighs) 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 excuse me in early morning gardening with a friend uh, we planted some vegetables and stuff so every week i'm gonna meet up with her and we're gonna see how the, the stuff still and maybe plant some more and i've always wanted a garden so it's a nice cool thing to learn and perfect for my personality type i think you need to go out in nature more that's another thing i'm gonna say um oh wait no let's go back to the video thing yeah right so like maybe your passion isn't video but i I would say it's something to do with people. It's something to do with thinking outside the box and creativity and and uh, allowing some sort of freedom. You probably would love travel. Chances are you're the kind of person that wants to work for yourself. I mean, kind of jobs that might be good for you are blogging, traveling, being a travel vlogger, travel blogger, doing some sort of video, becoming a YouTuber, let's say. Um, I'm thinking... my next step going forward is to create content on YouTube that is interesting, but also creative and fun and and engaging and hopefully educational for people and is something that people may want to donate towards. If I'm putting this up and people are getting some work out of it, they may want to give me the, the price of a coffee. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be my only way of making income, but it means I get to do something that's fun and let people decide if they want to actually pay me for it, you know, if or not pay me for it, but give back for that, um, you know, which would be great, <laughs> which would be amazing, and 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 I think there could be a lot of support like that out there for me, and I think it would really suit my personality. Um, I I would also say, I. I think you're going to struggle with business we don't tend to be very good financially like i said we don't have enough foresight i don't think we're the kind of people that are very good at saving i think we're the kind of people that like to blow money we like to spend money on friends and ourselves and on the new shiny thing and i think this is why we tend to be quite attracted to friends or or spouses that are practical in nature that are more grounded and that can be financially sound you know to level that all out but but also don't be afraid to try and challenge yourself and to learn these things and to just you know because like i said if i can be calm if i can sit in the cinema without moving if i can watch something without my thoughts training off that means i've i've changed through meditation you know you can prove you you do change over time the way you think by doing certain things and so there's probably limits to how much you can change yourself but there's still limits there's still a percentage there and you can play around with that percentage so you don't have to be locked up to this thing i do think it's good to know it as a basis but then you can move away from it and you can actually grow by focusing on some of these negatives and by focusing on your positives too and realizing that like for example i thought i was more an introvert than an extrovert and the more i read into it i realize ENFPs are the most introverted of the extroverts if that makes sense so which kind of does because I'm not an introvert in the sense that like I get more energy being alone than with people I definitely get so much energy from being with people I love talking to strangers I don't you know I, I, I definitely used to get a form of social anxiety but I don't think I would call myself someone who gets that now um or for the last few years, if anything, I get excited about going out to things, and but I guess we're trying to grow the business over the last three years, and a lot of the time, kind of just working from home, or working by myself, it can get quite lonely, and especially when you're not making money, and stuff, you, or when you're down, you, you tend to cut yourself off from people, in society, and maybe that convinces you, that you're an introvert, when you're not But one of the the things that, you know, looking up into this personality trait, it says is that you need need to be around people. You just need to. If you can, try and spend as much time as possible around positive people because you're going to absorb so much energy from so many different types of people and you will become like them. But just like that, if you spend time with people that are positive, you'll actually absorb that too. Not only that, but you'll probably want to because you love being around that positive energy that kind of person will remind you what it's like to be positive lift you and not only that but their energy will will make you competitive in a healthy way where you're like i want to be as good as them i want to learn as much as them i want to be as successful as them and so you know try and find mentors or try and find friends you look up to or, or, or new friends you can make you don't have to let go of the old ones but chances are you kind of already do that um, a lot of enfps get so carried away with like the new thing or the new person that a lot of times they can kind of get bored of their friends or people around them uh, again doesn't sound great uh, but I've had some friends from years ago and I still got on great with them and I haven't lost interest in them they're obviously not as shiny new as like a new person I'm like wow how is this person thinking do I really want to open up this shell um but it's different you know. you you know, and you need different people for different things, and it's good to have people that have known you for so long, and that have like, that can call you out on shit, and that like, understand how you think, and that have your back, and have seen everything you've gone through, and still want to be around you, do you know what I mean, and I think they choose to still be around you as well, because friends that just see you for the sake of it, you know, that's not great, that's kind of like, ah, if you knew you were dying, you actually wouldn't hang out with me though, you know, so... Those kind of friends are special. They are very good. But the ENFP does have a fleet in mind. And I don't know. What else to say about that actually. Yeah, I feel like I'm done on this topic. Alright, thanks for listening. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um I was making a good point about something, wasn't I? Was it working for yourself? Oh wait, did I uh, I don't know. Fuck. I feel like my brain was so clear a few weeks ago and just with all the kind of stuff that's been going on in my personal life it's been kind of weighing me down a bit and and also making my brain a bit more foggy. oh my god i just remember what i was thinking of okay so yeah you need to be more expert <laughs> if you're an enfp uh you see that's the thing it doesn't take much to excite me at enfp or like pull them out of it thankfully um we can be over tinkers too though believe it or not is not healthy again meditation so number one thing i'd recommend is meditation second thing i'd recommend is get out more do more exercise and movement and activities to you know i guess stimulate that part of your brain that needs constant kind of like new thing you know i want a challenge i want because there's an intelligence there there's a curiosity there there's a, a one thing for you know absorbing so much life there um and so if that's not being used you can go depressed you can become depressed um creative outsource you know you need something to put your creativity into um uh, or else these bursts will manifest into I don't know Jesus just like again depression I think you need something again art or making videos or something like that. I think find out what your real passion is um because chances are you can't do a job you don't like. Unless it's like three days a week, and then the rest of your time you just go nuts, then maybe. and Maybe you have a really good um, agreement with your employer. I know the last job I had before I went freelance was like that. Um, I was working three days a week, I had a 20 hours slot with them that I could do any way I wanted, and so I did a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that way I could be like really strict and get up and have like a good system and do a Monday like everyone else, which, I mean, Again, probably doesn't sound like ENFP, but I liked that. I liked waking up early and going and getting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday done. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday were mine. I had an extended weekend. And I would do more creative stuff around then. And to be honest, some sometimes I look back at that time and I think that suited me best because it's so hard to find stability in life. It can be so hard to find financial Independence in life. And so, if you have this balance of like something that is giving you stability, that's making you, forcing you to go somewhere and to, to do a routine and to wake up at the same time, and you're also going to get paid for it, so then you're going to feel success out of that, but then you're not going to get bored because you've got, you know, all these other days to do whatever the fuck you want and go and explore and travel, and that would really suit this type of personality type, you know? Um, if you can blend the two together even better you know if you can find your true passion uh or your true two or three passions and really go for them do and if you can find a way that you can link them together so that when you're working on one it kind of helps the other one i think that would also make you feel at ease because then you don't have to you don't have to spend like a month doing one thing and then bounce the second thing and then bounce the third thing then bounce back to the first thing and then bounce it's kind of like you know you're kind of gradually moving them all up one peg together and um, If you want to go one step further just concentrate on one thing and give it your all for a few months and like really master it really become really good at it and and if you can try and get that laser focus in that would be incredible you know you have to stay focused on it you have to watch your mind and remember it's not a child that's controlling you it's it's you you decide your brain should follow you so as much meditation and mindfulness practices as possible will help maybe avoiding too much caffeine as well you're already energetic what the fuck do you need caffeine for? don't give me that excuse um, maybe you know turn down the drinking um, you're probably the kind of person that wants a party to always go on there's nothing wrong every now and then with just having a drink or two with your friends and and not needing to be the life of the party and also saying good night and saying uh ah, i got something in the morning gotta go going home having a glass of water having some food whatever you need watching something on youtube and getting an early night i've got this book beside my desk that has a routine every day now and i don't do this every day I'd say 97% of the time I get it right. Sometimes over the weekend, something happens and I'm away and I forget to write it down, but then I'm back on it on Monday and I keep at it, right? And it's a book that every night uh, I write down what I want from the next day and I do it in bullet points and I do it from time and to make it fun, I call it like different things. So like 7.30 is called Rise, you know? Um, And Rise involves just this, this ambition to wake up at that time because it can be hard to wake up early, right? So when I go sleep at night, I call that rise, because that puts subconsciously into my head, that that's when I wake up, and that's when I rise, and whatever, you know, I try and make it cool, this is the problem, this is the fucking problem of being an ENFP, you have to hijack just like normal responsibilities, or, not hijack, you have to hack them, and you have to like, tell your brain that it's fun, it's like trying to give your brain a, it's, it's literally like your brain is controlled by a child, and you have to convince the child that there's a cookie there, just so it will do the fucking thing. So, If you know an ENFP and you're frustrated with them, just like understand it's more frustrating than to them. They have to be that person, you know what I mean? In a world that doesn't, in a world like that doesn't really allow you to kind of have no responsibility. So anyway, the thing is the ENFP just kind of wants a lot of self-gratification. They feel like something's good at the moment and they just kind of do it. And what I'm saying is that feels really good and can be really good and really cool to be around, but overall will eventually find some sort of a chaotic hole. It will fall into destruction and that will be really upsetting and depressing because this person doesn't understand why after having weeks of lots of fun experiences with people, they also now have no money. It's like, what, why? I don't get it. I'll tell you why, because you can't just have fun. You need responsibility. You need to be serious. You need to sharpen the other tools in your box. You can't just be... It's not enough to just be fun. And another thing. ENFPs get away with being charming a lot of time. And so a lot of people let them off with things. Don't. Don't let them away with it. Let them learn like everyone else. Just because they smile or they make you laugh. Or they're kind of like charming. Or they're maybe attractive. Or you think they're flirting. By the way, that's a big misconception with a lot of ENFPs. That you think they're flirting with you uh, apparently across the board people always think enfps are flirting with them when they're not and i've been told a lot over the last few years that i have a very flirty personality i think i just if i find someone interesting i'm like actually interested in them and people think that that's sexually and it's not necessarily that i mean sometimes those two things are hard to kind of detach from each other or sometimes just looking at a human it's hard to detach that at all but i guess yeah because enfps are do you know what they're a little bit like the description of someone taking mdma or molly or ecstasy it's like they're kind of like everything's kind of beautiful and like they're kind of like in love with everyone you know (laughs) um when they're feeling themselves when they're their best self you know which can be a lot of the time usually when they're moving if they're walking through town, if they've just done a gym session, if they've just done meditation, if they just had good dinner or good food, actually a lot of the time, yeah. So my notebook has, yeah, all these goals for the next day. Um, And like a move doesn't have to always be gym, sometimes it can be yoga. And the point is I get to tick that off at the end of the day and that's my goal. So that's what I mean by make some sort of ambition, make some sort of goal that you have to achieve and then hold yourself responsible for achieving that. But but it doesn't have to be two hours at the gym, it can just be half an hour in the gym. Oh, you moved, you walked to the gym and you did a gym session. You drove to the gym, you did a gym session. Oh, you you didn't do yoga or gym today? No problem. How many push-ups can you do? You know, how many squats can you do? Put on the immersion, you're gonna have the shower in the next five, 10 minutes, no problem. Just jump around, just dance, put on some good music, have a quick sweat, great, you've moved sure you want to do that anyway look at all the fucking energy you have but you need to get it out don't don't keep it contained especially if you've been like me and you've been sitting at your own desk working for the last few years and um, so then you get to take it off and then you, you know it's 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 in between being too specific and too broad you know and then another another thing would be mind so for mind every day i have to do some form of reading or writing for create, I need to do some form of art, or I need to edit something for me for YouTube, let's say, or this, I would count this as well, doing this thing um, it's a form of creative expression, so it will I'll be able to take that off tonight, uh, what else do I have um, yeah, it's just things like that, you get the idea, so make your own and look, I'm going to finish this now because I'm kind of getting bored of talking. And it's it's another long one, and I promise not to have it long. Fuck, I just talked for an hour, and I talked for an hour. Right, anyway, I hope you got something out of this. And um, if you are ENFP, I want to let you know that you are loved, and you're a lovely person, and you, don't, you take yourself for granted. A lot of people think you have a superpower, and sometimes you are the last person to see that. You spend a lot of time... It doesn't look like it, but you spend a lot of time caring about people and you actually want to do so much for people and help people and you genuinely do believe in people and you f- will be hurt at times when people don't think you're being sincere or they don't trust you um, or they don't think you're being genuine or they're they just the more negative and they don't, they don't understand where you're coming from and they don't like that. Um, but the thing is, you shouldn't hold everyone accountable with your emotions. Uh, you know you should be I don't want to say guarded but just don't give a fuck have a bit more of an air of not giving a fuck and let your friends be the ones who or family members people you really trust like open up to them and kind of like you know do what you do best and really like want the best for them and pour your heart open into them and out for them and, and let them be the ones who can be honest to you and that you'll take and and not and and don't take it to heart but like really listen to them and understand the, the criticism or the, the help that they're giving you and don't be afraid to ask for help either like please do and um, especially on your down days because it's going to be so confusing for you out of all the personality types you genuinely are quite upbeat and happy and optimistic you are the idealist in the room um, and so when you're down it's really confusing because it feels like it's not you and you don't know what to do with it so please do uh, call out for someone because in that state you will overthink, and overthinking is one of the quickest ways to depression. Again, meditate, 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 meditate. Whether you have ADHD, I don't care what type of meditation you do, there's so many different types. Practice them all, and it does take practice, and it is going to get boring. But when you get good at it, like, look, if you, to start off, do guided meditations do ones where you have to see things in your head and you have to picture things and then when you get good try and do meditations where you are not doing anything with your brain at all you're literally concentrating on the air going in and out and that peace that you find by just doing that the stillness find that inner stillness okay try and look into your future Try and find some things that you know that if you worked hard and you really stuck to would really make you feel good. And write down why. So that anytime you decide that this is getting too much and you just want something cool and new and interesting and what's the next thing around the corner? You will not just abandon ship. You'll stay with it. Because you can do new things while you're doing this one but have one, have some sort of main goal that will just really make your life so much easier when you know you've become... A master on some level at something that you've always wanted because you can't do it all and you can't even be mediocre at them all but what you can do is be really pretty good (laughs) you know no you can be really good at one thing you can you really can just trust me and and you can still practice the other things on the side Um, you know Um, but if you're young if you're young try them all absolutely and bounce around, do a different one each day. Because you're the kind of person that probably will love it and it will probably stimulate you loads. But but um, yeah, do I have any more advice? Yes, I do actually. Hold on, before I go, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you over to a guy who all he does on his YouTube channel is talk about ENFP. Um and he's a very interesting guy. His name is Bollocks. I don't know what his name is, but his YouTube channel is called Dreams Around the World. And he also has a podcast and he specifically talks about enfps why am i directing you that way well because i think he's great um i also don't care about competition my podcast isn't about enfps it's just this episode <laughs> and um yeah he just has a lot of insight on why we struggle and why we think the way we do and how we should uh, what kind of jobs we should go for and so, so some of the advice i gave you was kind of based on stuff that he had said but to be honest this, i've only figure this guy out from last night and so I've maybe seen three videos the rest that you're hearing from me is is honestly my own authentic uh, opinion and and expression based on this whole subject and everything I've been through over the last few weeks we're just kind of trying to help myself be better or be better Um, I don't know just be be healthy again you know and so thank you for listening and have a good day. See you.